0: outcomes rocket listeners no podcast no problem launch a professional podcast you'll love in four weeks most people hire production companies to edit and distribute content that sounds bad and does nothing for their revenue or their network but you could turn the key to a made-to-order podcast and skip all the pitfalls that make 90 percent of shows discontinue after five episodes we've got the expertise the elbow grease and you're back on this one Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Rajiv Rananke. He is the Chief Digital Officer at Anthem. He is a leading transformation of Anthem to become a digital AI-first enterprise through driving the vision, strategy, and execution of Anthem's digital, artificial intelligence, exponential technology, service experience, and innovation portfolios. Through these efforts, Mr. Renanke is enabling Anthem to harness the power of artificial intelligence and data to better understand healthcare consumers and provide tailored, personalized care. His experience spans over 20 years of innovation-driven industry and social change across healthcare and technology. Prior to joining Anthem, Mr. Renanki was partner at Deloitte Consulting, LLP, where he established and led Deloitte's life sciences and healthcare advanced analytics, artificial intelligence, and innovation practices. Additionally, he was instrumental in shaping Deloitte's blockchain and cryptocurrency solutions and authored pieces on various exponential technology topics. He also led Deloitte's strategic partnerships across a wide range of innovation programs, such as Doc.ai, Singularity University, Exponential Conferencing Series, and many more. I'm really excited to have an interesting conversation with Rajiv and uh, with that, Rajiv, I want to give you a warm welcome. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks, Sol, and pleasure to be here with you today.
0: Absolutely. And, and so before we dive into the interesting work that you guys are up to at Anthem, I'd love to really just focus on your interests and what inspires you in the healthcare business.
1: Yeah, I mean, my background's in uh, technology and the, the application of technology in you know, various parts of our business. But, you know, in terms of what inspires my work in healthcare, it's really the impact that our work can have on the lives of our members and our communities. And I think um, one of the greatest applications of artificial intelligence and digital technologies is in improving the lives of our consumers in the U.S. And, um, you know, that's the inspiration really is that uh, Anthem provides a great platform for creating that impact. And the work we do, you know, we can see the results of that in terms of how it improves uh, people's lives.
0: Yeah, I feel you there. And so, you know, the the reach and the platform that you referenced there is is such a powerful one with Anthem. And so talk to us about how you guys are adding value to the healthcare ecosystem today.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, to your point around the, the breadth and depth of our reach, you know, we serve over 43 million consumers Uh, We have um, several million providers that are part of our network. And so everything we do, you know, is at you know, at scale, it's not a pilot in a state or two uh, impacting a small size population, but really everything we do has to account for that tremendous scale across the country. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is really looking at healthcare and saying, what could we do to make it more predictive, proactive, and personalized? And use our, our technologies and our artificial intelligence capabilities and our investments in digital technologies to, to really make that change happen. And as you know, Saul, today, healthcare is mostly reactive, you know, retrospective. In some ways, we could call it sick care. You know, we have an mm-hmm. issue and we resolve that issue through the systems that we have in place. But the power of what we can do tomorrow is really to predict in advance of a sickness or an illness uh, happening. And taking proactive steps to mitigate that issue from happening in the first place and keeping people healthy you know, so so the first time ever I think we can flip the uh, the paradigm from treating people that are sick to focusing on keeping people healthy
0: yeah and that's that's super important you know and especially now where we're in this you the middle of the pandemic and you know those potential things that you could have discovered, with the regular visits aren't really being discovered, right? We're, we're not providing the, the appropriate level of care in some instances where it could be. Um, so how does Anthem fit into the picture there in taking care of some of these obstacles? And specifically, how do you think you guys are doing things different and maybe better?
1: Yeah, so Anthem's got, you know, in a unique position where we sit sort of at the intersection that connects our consumers and our members to the care that they need. But because we have uh, such a vast amount of data, we have uh, solved claims data for over 70 million lives, we have clinical data for uh, tens of millions of lives, and keeping in mind all of the the security and privacy concerns that are paramount to all of our our consumers, we use that data to create unique insights and are able to then make those insights available at the right time and the right place to all of our stakeholders. And in so doing, I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier, which is we can predict what might happen in a person's healthcare future, and then uh, proactively take steps to address it, and, and ultimately personalize that care for an individual as well as the the community and the caregivers. And what makes Anthem unique is that uh, we sit in a position where we can integrate solutions across the healthcare ecosystem and make those integrated solutions available to all of our consumers. You know, I think one of the issues that you're aware of um, certainly is that um, you know, healthcare has, has many, many, many good solutions. But most of these solutions tend to be fragmented. You know there's a solutions mm-hmm. for diabetes, there's a solution for you know, managing your chronic conditions. But there isn't anything that integrates it seamlessly and makes it so that it's simple and easy to use. And that's what we're up to at Anthem, which is given our unique ability to, to harness our data and make you know, make the data, uh, turn the data into insights and make those insights available to all of our stakeholders, we're able to integrate all these solutions and make them simple to use. And ultimately, you know, our mission of simplifying healthcare, and that's what this is all about.
0: Yeah, I think that's wonderful. And, you know, you think about improving the consumer experience. There's a lot of things that could fall through the cracks and, you know, often does. You know, one of the things that is a is a hot topic now is is mental health. And, you know, what are we doing and, and how do we know? I'm curious, you know, what things. Could be done in that perspective, Rajiv, around things like maybe voice and AI when you're having a conversation with somebody, or keywords and and text interactions around mental health. Any any thoughts around there?
1: Yeah, great question. So, so, you know, mental health for us is you know we just simply call it health, and um, it's part of a a strategy at Anthem that we call Total Health, which looks at behavioral health, mental health, you know, medical health, social, financial. You know, puts all of this together and says. Across all of these dimensions of health, you know, what could we do to improve outcomes? What could we do to make um, total population health better? And uh, mental health, certainly in today's you know, era of the pandemic, uh, is cr- super critical. And what we're doing is we're making a number of digital resources available for, for mental health. You know, so we have uh, harnessing our data, created artificial intelligence and other digital capabilities that are available as guides for our consumers and our members. And then from that resource, you could, you know, escalate the care up to a therapist and then seamlessly connect in, you know, other factors that may influence your health and bring it all together into this total health picture. Uh, So as it regards to, you know, use of voice technologies and if, let's say, someone is calling us and we detect a certain amount of inflection and, you know, a certain amount of inferences from the tone and inflection of of that voice, we then are able to, to direct that that member or consumer to the appropriate mental health resource in a way that doesn't compromise privacy or security. So it's another great application of how, you know, technology is really, you know, kind of being integrated into everything we do to improve, you know, the health and lives of our of our consumers.
0: And so absolutely right. I mean, we we're looking at mental health, it's part of the entire healthcare picture. So why, why isolate it? And then beyond that, you you're layering in the the scale and the digital innovations to, to give us the best experience, which is, which is wonderful. And, and so, Rajiv, talk to us a little bit about how you believe Anthem is improving outcomes or, or making business better. Feel free to focus on either or both of the outcomes or the making business better part.
1: Yeah, great question. And it's, it's really, you know, it's the application of exponential technologies like artificial intelligence, blockchain, and, you know, other advanced technologies to improve both Um, you know, core business as well as improving outcomes, you know, from a core business standpoint. So it's really, it's, it's how do we make um, customer service better? How do we make claims processing better? How do we make care management better? Everything that's part of a core function of a health plan could all be done Better uh, with higher quality and with more automation, so that we can free up our human capacity to focus on the things that truly matter to our customers, which is how do we, you know, improve their health and how do we, you know, become better advocates for their health. So that's you know a key part of our strategy, which is application of of technologies at scale to automate and make capacity available to to really truly be health advocates. And then in terms of outcomes, it goes back to this, this notion of having data at scale and applying artificial intelligence, machine learning, and technologies like that to, to create insights from that data, and then making those insights available to our providers and our members or communities or employers to enable them to then understand the true picture of health, and then measuring that rigorously. You know, every month, every quarter, every year, understanding what's working and what isn't, and showing a baseline at a population level to say year over year, we're improving the health of our population and the ability to slice and dice that to any you know, sort of uh, demographic, zip code, geography, what have you, to, to be able to show that improvement. But ultimately, kind of translate it to, to what matters, which is to that population of one. And are we making every single one of our members' lives better? And are we able to do that you know, by quantifying their health and showing how that could be improved. And that's essentially what we're up to, which is, you know, having a baseline of everyone's health and having a trajectory of what optimal health could be, and then showing how using the appropriate interventions that's integrated across this this notion of whole health, and then improving that, you know, systematically over time.
0: And then out of the work that, that you guys do and the insights that you gain, you know, is there a lot of this that, you know, that w- of what you guys learned that you could share with large employers, for example, that they then could, could apply, not necessarily core business stuff, but more so around population health and employee health. Is there some sort of exchange there that you guys participate in?
1: Yeah, we in fact make all of that information available through our employers via advanced analytics and reporting and, and lots of insights and that are available in you know, close to, to real time. And employers can and uh, understand the health of their employees relative to the health of communities, the health of you know the areas in which their employees you know live, work, and play. And then we provide them with insights on how they can tailor their benefits, uh, whether that's you know a mental health or um, you know physical medical health, you know financial, social, and other factors, to to drive for that optimal you know performance and optimal health uh, for all of their employees. And in fact, that's. It's become so intertwined in what we do is that, you know, it's it's something that we meet with our employers, you know, weekly, monthly to discuss and, um, you know, benefits which today are for the most part defined and changed, you know, maybe once a year, we're looking at which uh, ways in which it could be done much more frequently, you know, so could we run promotions, change incentives create new ways in which uh, people are aware of all the programs that employers have and utilize them much better and much more optimally so that employer sort of design of benefits is better. And ultimately, employee productivity and performance is aligned with uh, the, that design of that benefit.
0: That's critical. And uh, I think it's great that you guys have it built in. And um, there's a lot of businesses, especially right now, they're, they're struggling to figure things out during the pandemic. And on top of that, you know, having to to care for employees and their health—it just—it's uh, a challenge, and it's good to know that it's at the core of what you guys are offering. You know, during the pandemic, Rajiv, there's been a lot of, as you all well know, uh, acceleration of, you know, the adoption of technologies, digital technologies, and healthcare. But there's also been a lot of setbacks, and and so, what what types of setbacks would you say, or maybe one setback that you could point to as as one that has taught you a lot.
1: You know, I'll take you back to perhaps my, you know, days, uh, you know, a few years ago where mm-hmm. um, a startup that I had co-founded and it had a lot of uh, investor enthusiasm. And, uh, you know, so we were we were building a product that incidentally was in a completely different industry. It was uh, in real time uh, sort of tracking of your furniture deliveries. So, okay. um, you know, one of the things that uh, happens today, even today, with with furniture, is you buy it and you know you have to wait four, six, you know, twelve weeks, sometimes longer, to get it, you know, to your to your house. Mm-hmm. And the service essentially was was instrumenting that process so you can understand where in the you know, life cycle of that that delivery you know, your your particular item was. And uh, you know, it seemed like a good concept. And you know, when we we focus grouped it and tested it with consumers, that had a lot, a lot of enthusiasm. And, uh, you know, so we were, we were setting, we set out to build it and um, we wanted to make this perfect product, you know, the, the perfect app, the perfect website, you know, the perfect process. And it took us so long that um, eventually uh, the market crashed and uh, we couldn't get the product out. So really the, the big learning from there is like in the pursuit of perfection, you know, don't ignore, you know, kind of the market forces that are around you and, and hence the this this notion of of aim for what's minimally viable, you know, time it for for optimal you know market timing, and iterate from there rather than um, you know so sort of aiming for perfection
0: out of the gate. That's a great message, you know, and I love the phrase "perfection is the lowest standard." <laughs> just uh... <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we we uh, we live we live by that here at Atcoms Rocket, and and also you know just the many other things that we do. Uh, it, it's uh, a great lesson learned and. Glad you're sharing that with us. And, you know, actually, interestingly enough, Rajiv, we, you know, earlier today, I had an interesting conversation with a digital health leader at a company called AeroSafe. They do cold supply or cold chain operations. And like, talk about interesting, right? Like the same concept that you were working on for furniture, they're working on digital integration of these boxes where the COVID vaccine is going to be shipped in. And it it just is so interesting, right? to think about what an impact digital technology can have on the entire supply chain of healthcare from boxes to, to patients to insights.
1: Yeah, I think it's, uh, we're truly probably at one of the most exciting times in uh, the intersection of healthcare and technology. I, I think uh, you know, Gordon Moore you know, famously in, in the early 70s sort of uh, defined Moore's law, which mm you know, sort of lays out that, you know, that price performance of technology doubles every, you know, 18 months or so. And that's remained true to this day. And um, I think with that type of uh, performance at our fingertips, you know, with, you know, healthcare data doubling every 73 days or so and computing power sort of, um, you know, sort of being as cheap it is, as it is today and the computing capacity being as fast as it is, uh, we're able to do numerous things in fractions of seconds and milliseconds and make all of those things available to an integrated suite of stakeholders in, in real, near real time. And that's never, ever been done before. And we're truly excited about the possibilities of what that holds for the future, where we can, in an instant predict all of the infinite paths that might, you know, we might foresee you know, in any person's healthcare future, and then you know, sort of game out all the things that might work, and then just pick the one thing that would be the most effective in keeping someone healthy, and all of that should be done in a very simple, easy to use manner. And, you know, I think it's very much possible, you know, very much sort of a journey that's um, that we're seeing unfold in real time and very excited about, you know, what's to come.
0: Yeah, well said. And, you know, so with that, Rajiv, I, I just want to say thank you. I mean, it is an exciting time. And if you had to highlight one particular thing that you were most excited about, what would you say that one thing is?
1: I think for, for all this this talk about technology solved, I think the, uh, the one thing that I think is most interesting in healthcare today is mm-hmm. this notion of human-centered design, which is how do we create something that's so simple and easy to use that the technology is almost secondary and it's out of the way and it's behind the scenes. But whether it's an app or a portal or it's, it's the customer service agent that, that you're talking to. Everything's got to seem simple as it would in any other you know kind of modern industry like banking or retail and mm-hmm. you know uh, commerce uh, those things are what you know we need to bring to bear in healthcare and that notion of a human centered design in healthcare is is what excites me the most
0: the promise is huge to get that in healthcare I mean, it's just uh, wow, and I think the opportunity for for it is probably closer than we can imagine, right? I mean, having been in healthcare for a while, you think, oh gosh, it's it's not going to happen, but I don't know. I feel like it's closer than than maybe a lot of people think. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think so too. I, I think you know it's available in in pockets today, and mm-hmm. and and you know almost you could call it pockets of greatness. And so how do we scale those pockets into something that's universally available? And, uh, you know, that's very much within our reach. And given the fact that, uh, you know, exponential technology has that doubling effect of of maturing in price and performance and, you know, availability every, you know, 18 months or so, you know, I think the future is much closer than we think.
0: Well, you've left us here, Reggie, with optimism and hope for the future. <laughs> so we... We thank you uh, for that leadership and and the work you're doing with Anthem. Before we conclude, Rajiv, I'd love if you could just leave us with a closing thought, and then the best place where the listeners can engage with you and, and Anthem on the work that you guys are are doing.
1: Yeah, we're we're passionate about simplifying healthcare, Saul. You know, so thank you for the opportunity to chat with you about it. You know, stay tuned for for more exciting things from Anthem, and um, I usually. Post our updates on my LinkedIn account, so you can find me at Rajiv Ranaki uh, at LinkedIn or at Rajiv Ranaki on Twitter, and uh, look forward to, uh, to continuing the dialogue.
0: Outstanding. Thank you, Rajiv. And, and folks, just go to outcomesrocket.health, type in Rajiv, and uh, uh, you guys all know I, we got the new search feature on the website. It's pretty awesome. Uh, you'll be able to pop them right up check out the show notes, different ways to get in touch with them that he just mentioned will all be there for you, including a full transcript and show notes on our discussion today. Rajiv, thank you so much. Uh, Really appreciate uh, the work you're doing and and the time we spent today. Thank you, Saul. Pleasure to be here today. Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production monetization and achieving the roi you're looking for technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world though you should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention a patched up podcast could ruin your business let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.